The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. Can you imagine what this world would look like if God let the devil have his way, the destroyer? Well, I want you to know there's coming a period of time on this earth when that's exactly what's going to happen. God is going to let the devil have his way. He's going to let the nations get what they want. And that period of time in Scripture is known as the tribulation. We believe that the next thing on God's agenda is the return of the Lord Jesus Christ for His New Testament church, that we who know Him will be called away to be with Him. And that during the period when tribulation is breaking loose on this earth, we'll be with Jesus. We'll be gathered around the throne, the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. Oh, what a celebration. Think of the contrast of the celebration going on in heaven and the tribulation going on on earth. My friend, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to urge you today to repent of your sin and by faith right now, wherever you are, take Jesus as your personal Savior. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. We want you to be with us when the Lord comes, not be left behind for all the tribulation that will ensue. Now for sure, during uh, that great tribulation, God will still be at work. Uh, there will be people uh, preaching truth. There will be people even coming to know the Lord Jesus. And uh, it's going to be a, an unusual period of time, but it's going to be an awful period of time. Jesus describes it in Mark chapter 13. You'll remember, we'll just pick up where we left off last time in our study. In verse 9, He said to His disciples, But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues ye shall be beaten, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for My sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. And I want to pause just a moment. Would you let me give a little parenthesis here? Because there's a beautiful truth. The Lord Jesus, of course, is referring uh, to those who will be alive during that period of time, who will believe on Christ and who will be uh, the true followers of God during this most awful time in human history. And He's saying to them, you're going to be persecuted. And you're going to have to give an answer of what you believe and why. And he says to them, in that very hour, the Holy Ghost is going to tell you what to say. And there's a great application here for us even today. God's witnesses should simply be mouthpieces for the Holy Spirit. You don't have to have all the answers. What you have to do is be in step with the Spirit of God and be yielded to Him. And if you'll be willing to speak the truth, even in the most difficult situations, the Holy Spirit of God will speak through you. Would you let your mouth be a mouthpiece for the Holy Spirit today? He goes on in verse 12 to say, Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son. The children shall rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Can you imagine what this is going to look like? 
you think the news is bad today. Imagine what the world news is going to look like without the church being present. Imagine what the world news is going to look like without the restraining work of the Holy Spirit. Imagine what the world news is going to look like without the salt and light of believers all around the globe. The tribulation will be marked by several things. Here's the first thing. There will be persecution. There's going to be persecution for uh, true believers, those who come to faith in Christ during that period of time, and there will be people saved, but they're going to face tremendous persecution. Then not only is it marked by persecution, it will be marked by an abomination. Verse 14 says, But when you shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let him that readeth understand. Then let them that be in Judea flee to the mountains. What is this abomination of desolation? It was prophesied by Daniel the prophet. It is a reference to the Antichrist. It's a reference to the one coming who will profess to be Messiah, profess to be Christ. He's going to set up his throne, his kingdom. He's going to rule and reign for a period of time. He's going to inhabit the temple that only God should fill. He's going to try to take Christ's place. He is literally the Antichrist. That's an abomination in the sight of God. He is the abomination of desolation. He's coming. Now I must tell you, I'm not looking for the Antichrist. I'm looking for the Christ. I'm looking for Jesus to come before the Antichrist reveals himself. But for those living in the tribulation age, they're going to see the Antichrist and it's going to be an awful thing. He's going to come claiming peace and safety. That's what the world wants, isn't it? Isn't that what the nations are looking for? And yet there'll be no peace until the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ, comes. They're going to get what they want, but they're not going to want what they get. They're going to get a man who promises them peace, but in the end brings the greatest war this world has ever seen. We read on in verse 15, And let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither enter therein to take anything out of his house. And let him that is in the field not turn back again for to take up his garment. But woe to them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. And pray ye that your flight be not in the winter. From those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, neither shall be. So not only is the tribulation marked by persecution of true believers, marked by the abomination of the Antichrist being in the temple, it's also marked by the affliction of everyone on the planet. There's going to be such trouble, such difficulty, the Bible says, such as this world has never known. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the last part of the tribulation age, the last three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation, is referred to in Scripture as the Great Tribulation. It intensifies. And by the way, the big guns are turned on the nation of Israel. They're turned on God's chosen nation, His chosen people. Oh, what affliction they're going to endure. Think of this. No world war will be able to compare to it. Nothing this world has ever seen. Even the affliction this planet knew when God wiped out humanity with the worldwide flood will be nothing in comparison to the tribulation affliction of those days. As a matter of fact, in verse 20 he says, And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake whom He hath chosen, He has shortened the days. That means there's a prescribed time for this tribulation. It won't last forever. And then if any man, verse 21, shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, here is there, believe him not. For false Christ and false prophets shall rise 
and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. But take ye heed, behold, I have foretold you all things. The tribulation period is not only marked by persecution and abomination and affliction, it's also marked by deception. You see, that's what Satan is. Let the devil have his way. You know what he does? He deceives. He's a liar and he's the father of it. And if you think there's deception today, in that period of time, so much darkness is going to be given, so much untruth, lies are going to be told, so much deception. The devil's going to get quite a following during that period of time. But I have good news for you. That's not the end of the story. No, at the end of that age, the Lord Jesus is returning to set up His kingdom and rule and reign. The devil may have his day, but the Lord's day is coming. And I close with Jesus' words in verse 23, but take ye heed. Again, we must bring our prophecy back to our personal life. We must take a long, hard look at the end of the world and then examine ourselves. Number one, are you ready for Jesus to come? Do you know for sure you've been saved? And number two, are you living like Christ could come at any moment? May God use us to win as many to Jesus Christ as we possibly can before the coming of Jesus Christ. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.